Welcome to Inspiring Minds, powered by the Edison Awards, where we showcase the leading innovators from across the globe. I'm your host, Jennifer Trammell. On the podcast today, a friendship that is so much more than skin deep. I'm excited to introduce you to two wicked smart ladies, Madhavi Gavini, a mathematician by training, and Rathi Srinivas, a chemical engineer. They're based in Boston, and together, they're the co-founders of Droplet, serving as CEO and CTO. They invented Droplet to help treat a rare skin condition and immediately realized the potential for cosmetic skincare too. But the impact of what they're doing is about so much more than collagen, retinol, and wrinkles. We talk why your skincare at home doesn't actually work, how they went from the first prototype that, spoiler alert, didn't work, to reaching 1 million units sold, and how they're actually tackling the bigger problem of how drugs are delivered to help patients. Rathi Madhavi, welcome to Inspiring Minds. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. And I want to say congratulations on your Edison Award. Thank you. We're so thrilled by it. Well, we can't wait to learn more about Droplet, the product that earned you the Edison Award. But to really understand your story, let's go back to how the two of you came to know each other. So we've known each other since 2007. So it's been almost 14 14 years. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to believe, actually. I haven't said the number a lot in a long time. Yeah, yeah. our friendship (laughs) is an eighth grader. Yeah. (laughs) So we we go way, way back. Before Droplet, we actually worked together on um, drug design and drug development for a drug for pediatric cardiomyopathy. So I'm a mathematician by training. I'm and a chemical engineer. And so, so you guys have this long history together and had had previous work experience. How did that turn into, you know what we should do together? Well, so Madhavi's background is in mathematics, and she studied this really cool area of math called knot theory, and she used that to create drugs for pediatric illnesses, and that's kind of like how we knew, like how we worked together before Droplet. So our previous company before this, she invented a drug to treat pediatric cardiomyopathy. That's basically pediatric heart disease. Heart and disease and kids. Heart disease in kids for the <laughs> most part. And in doing so, we've got to learn a lot about navigating the FDA. We learned about orphan diseases, about rare diseases in in children. And we ended up at a conference where we were learning about like really important diseases to target that year. And one of the big ones that year was this disease called epidermal lysis bullosa, um, which it's, it's also called butterfly skin syndrome. And it's basically a disease where patients are missing a gene that codes for a collagen protein, which connects your skin um, to the to the layer underneath it. And when it's not there, your skin sloughs off. And it's as horrible as it sounds. Patients who have it have incredibly sensitive skin that's covered in open wounds and blisters. And there's no good way to, to treat it because you know you can't take a pill for it. Really the treatment is um, giving that gene back in the form of a you know of either of RNA or DNA um, to basically make that protein. And there's no good method for transdermal gene delivery. And that's really what got us interested in the idea of drug delivery. Um, Rathi's background, you're a chemical yeah. engineer. And so as, you know, coming from sort of that, that 
background, the way we always thought about drugs and diseases is, you know, you have a person with a disease, you find the drug that treats it, and then problem solved and patient cured. And that's really not how it works. And I think that conference really opened up both of our eyes to that. Because sometimes you have the perfect drug, and it will completely cure the illness, but there's no good way to actually deliver it to the patient. And I think that's what got us to think about drug delivery um, as, as a significant challenge. Yeah, and especially for patients with EB, there's you can't use lotions, you can't use cream. So even if there was a drug to treat it, there's no way to even deliver it into the um, into the skin. And that problem extends beyond just EB. There's almost like no almost no big molecules or big drugs can actually get their way into your skin. So most things are too big. Your skin is like amazing at keeping things out. It doesn't let things in. This is really good because otherwise when you take a shower, we'd basically drown and that doesn't happen. So that's amazing. But on the other hand, it's really hard to get things inside of your skin. So really while we started working on this, um, on the technology to treat EB patients, it extends to much, much larger. It kind of addresses the problem of drug delivery and skin diseases, skin care as a whole. So now you're working as CTO and CEO on the product that we have come to know as Droplet, right? Yes. Yeah. And tell us what that is. We want to know more about how it works. What makes this unique? So Droplet basically takes advantage of a unique fluid physics phenomenon. And what we're able to do is create sub-micron droplets. So they're really small and they're moving at a high velocity. And a combination of that electromechanical effect is what drives deeper delivery into skin. So like Rathi said earlier, you know, your skin has evolved over tens of thousands of years to keep things out. The rule of thumb is anything over 500 Daltons, and that's just a unit of molecular weight, has no shot of actually getting into your skin. And that's when you, you know, when you apply it topically. And technically, even things that are smaller than that, that can get into your skin, get in via diffusion. And diffusion is on very long time scales. So if you think about um, you know, small, small molecules, like vitamin C is a great example, it's not super stable. So even if some of it diffuses into skin, by the time it gets there, the majority of it's gonna be oxidized or damaged from UV exposure. Um, so what Droplet does is we take these submicron droplets, they're moving at high velocity and they're able to just snake their way through pores and, and penetrate skin quite effectively. And so doing this, we're able to get just a better penetration profile. And we're pretty agnostic in terms of what we can deliver. We really view Droplet as a platform technology. So that can include everything from genetic materials for diseases like epidermolysis bullosa to antibiotics, pain relief, um, and you know the same problem that exists in medicine exists in skincare. You have really amazing products that do great things for your skin, but they don't actually get into your skin. And that's why for many people, most people, you know, your skincare at home doesn't actually work. And so now what we do is we take those same ingredients, we put them in droplets, and we spray them painlessly into your skin so they can actually be effective. So a lot of us are familiar with collagen or retinol from a cosmetic standpoint. So we can take even a product like that. You described it to me as a K-cup, like a little capsule that fits yeah. inside of the droplet machine. And just to give people at home an idea of this, it almost looks like a computer mouse. Would that be an accurate way to describe it? That's yeah. a great description. We hear it called that a lot. The other term we hear is the droplet egg. The egg, and then our engineers liked calling it the avocado. They still, they still call it the avocado. <laughs> the avocado, yeah. So like people can kind of get an idea of what we're talking about. It, it fits in the palm of your hand. You put that little capsule of the ingredients you're trying to apply to your skin inside of it, and that's what becomes these really small droplets that your skin can actually absorb. That's right. That's right. So tell us about the impact of this. Have people been using this and, and what's happening? 
People love it. Um, so like, even though we first started as, as a medical device, it's been really rewarding to put it out into the world and let people address their skincare concerns. Because one thing that like we've always been passionate about is that we don't like, it's, it's, it's like a pretty, it's a crowded industry, right? And we don't want to add into it and be like, we're giving you a problem you don't even have. We want to solve the real problems people do have with their skin and address them and make them feel like they're best about themselves. And this, this is like really what I think the ethos of our company has been about. It's about delivering ingredients into the skin, making it as simple as possible so that your skin is as healthy as it can be. So fundamentally, we view ourselves as addressing skin health as a whole. Yeah, I, I would echo that. It's very much about skin health and wellness versus traditional beauty. And um, I think to Rathi's point, yeah, we don't want people to feel bad about, about their skin. We're not trying to invent a problem and then give you a solution. We're, we're saying that um, this is something that can take the products you already use and, and love and actually just make them way more effective. Well, thanks for helping us to understand this. And what's so interesting to me isn't just the cosmetic application that, that people can instantly see, but even more significant skin conditions. We've talked about EB. How else do you see this being used in the future? I think there's a ton of applications um, and it's definitely something I'm, I'm really passionate about. So I think that there's a wide variety of skin diseases that would benefit from more effective transdermal delivery. So a great example would be pain relief. It would be amazing if you could numb your skin before you had to get an IV port or a needle put in. And if that could be done in just 60 seconds, rather than trying to slather on lidocaine cream and, and waiting for 45 minutes. Um, I think, you know, things like skin infections. Um, so in a lot of, um, in a lot of individuals with um, skin and soft tissue infections, you, you have microcirculatory disorders. So there's like a limited blood flow to the area. You see this, especially in diabetic foot ulcers. So the ability to combine antibiotics to treat those wounds um, is really interesting because we can do good transdermal delivery. And if you think about it, when you have microcirculatory disorders, oral or IV antibiotics are gonna to struggle to reach that site because they travel via blood. And if blood isn't really reaching that limb effectively, you're obviously not going to get much drug there. So the ability to just deliver it from the outside in, I think is really exciting. And then it also opens up the door to combining drugs that you would not be able to take internally because the combination you know, might be too hard on your kidney or, or your liver. Um, but when you apply it transdermally, very little of it actually gets into the bloodstream. It's, it's really meant to stay local to the skin. And so that lets us combine therapeutics that otherwise couldn't be combined. You two have been on such a growth journey these last few years. Can you share that with us? Where did you start and where are you today? Well, it started on a kitchen table with two components <laughs> from like Amazon or eBay or something like that. Yep. And um, it's been like, it's, it's taken us like over a dozen iterations. And I think a lot of scientific like iteration on just like how the components are placed, how the circuit board works, like all of the firmware, the software, all the stuff that goes into making the, making the device what it is. And we've taken input from doctors, from users, from estheticians from like anyone that might touch the device to make sure that we've created it to be a really good experience for them and getting there took us a lot of iterations the very first version of this looked like a hair dryer a hair dryer yeah it and, had it had a handle and it didn't work and it didn't work the way we <laughs> thought it was going to so it's come a long way since then both on the R&D side but also on the what does it look like how do people interact with it what does it feel like and then I think um from a team perspective we've grown a lot so um a year ago we were what 
six people. Yeah. Something like six people. Now we're, um, now we're over 50. Um, we were doing fulfillment ourselves in the first part of the holiday over launch. And now we have a facility in the seaport where we're able to do thousands, um, thousands of capsules and, and devices. Um, and then I think the other really cool milestone we'll be hitting in just a few weeks is we'll have shipped a million capsules out um, to customers. Congratulations. Yes. Okay. So from six people to 50, what are some of the challenges of managing that kind of rapid growth? Well, the team's amazing. Yeah. So I think that it's actually been a smoother process than I was expecting. Um, I do think that you end up with a lot more, um, you know, as scaling is a scary prospect because as your numbers increase every month, you have to be able to scramble to sort of meet, um, meet demand. But I think it's actually been um, really rewarding. And I think one of the things that we invested in early, which has been really great, has been automation. Yeah, so um, a lot of it is bringing on a team to do the work. And I think the other piece of it is how do we take parts of the manufacturing process that are automatable, like filling our capsules, sealing the capsules and getting them ready to ship and making it so that we don't have to necessarily rely on um, so it's a painful process, right? To have to like manually. manually fill them, seal them, put them in a box. So all of that is um, it's kind of like transitioning into automated, like an automated system where we have, we actually have one in our facility right now. It's a machine. We dump a bunch of empty capsules into it. And what comes out the other end is we can make like up to 2,500 capsules an hour. And those are filled and sealed and ready to ship to customers. And I think investing in technology as a part of the manufacturing has been a huge part of what's enabled us to, to grow the company and grow the team in like the right way to be able to scale this in the long run. And I think that's part of the company DNA as well. It's very much um, investing in technology, whether it's improvements on the device, which is a continuous R&D process for us, or improvements and creating standards um, and automation around how we fill and seal and scale. I think our audience is really starting to get a sense of innovation and how that plays a role in everything you do at Droplet. And of course, the Edison Awards are centered on innovation. So it's great to be able to honor you and your team in this way. What did it mean to the team getting an Edison Award? Well, our team is, there's a lot of engineers on our team. And I think that they all were familiar with the Edison. So it was an incredibly exciting experience for us. Um, it was really, really humbling and wonderful to, to get that sort of recognition and to get the acknowledgement for the R&D and the work that's gone into developing this product. Yeah, we're, we're also both really technical. So I think it really meant a lot to have that, that recognition. Wonderful. So looking ahead, what is on the horizon for Droplet? So we currently have three kinds of capsules. Um, we have the collagen, the retinol, and the glycolic. We're currently in R&D on three more formulations, and we're excited about launching those early next year. Um, we're also doing a lot of work on what the next iteration of hardware improvements will be on the device. So our R&D team is hard at work working on, like, kind of just looking at this and saying, what can we add to it? How can we add more functionality into it and make it a more integrated user experience with different add-ons to the hardware, things like that. Yeah, I think a sneak preview of that, um, you know, it's, it's a few things that improve the device performance. Um, so we're adding a turbo mode, for example, to the device, which will basically be an extra strong spray um, version that does deeper delivery, more for spot treatments. And then we're also just trying to make it more energy efficient. So we're adding smart charging um, functionality to it and just making sure that we're more environmentally um, 
Um, That's great. We have a lot to look forward to from you. You two are both incredibly successful so far in your careers. You still have a long way to go. You're impactful leaders. I'm wondering about the mark you want to make on the world. What do you hope that you and Droplet are known for? I think we want this to be the way that anything is delivered into your skin, whether it's like something for cosmetic reasons or if it's for medical reason or it's for something really serious like the EV we started with. I think like that's what we want to see this become. And I think fundamentally what we want is we don't we don't want delivery to be the reason why medications fail. And we're hoping that this technology and this platform will really fundamentally solve that problem and improve the quality of life for patients and users alike. You are well on your way. Congratulations to both of you and to the entire Droplet team. Thank you. You've been listening to Inspiring Minds, powered by the Edison Awards, showcasing the leading innovators from across the globe. If you're interested in submitting a nomination, visit edisonawards.com. I'm Jennifer Trammell. Thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to having you join us for our next conversation with another inspiring innovator.